0: Welcome to day 12 of the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, And before we get started today, I just want to let you know that I'm praying for you. And just I believe that God is revealing himself to you and showing you so many powerful things through his word. Stay strong. We're going to finish this. Come on, the whole Bible in one year. Today is day 12 and we'll be reading Genesis chapter 26, verses 17 through 35 and chapter 27, Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 through 17, Psalm chapter 10, verses 16 through 18, and Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the One Year Bible. Let's read. Genesis chapter 26. Verses 17 through 35. So Isaac departed from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abraham his father, which the Philistines had stopped after the death of Abraham. And he gave them the names that his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of spring water, the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdmen, saying, the water is ours. So he called the name of the well, Esek, because they contended with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that also. So he called its name Sitnah. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth, saying, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. From there he went up to Beersheba, And the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham your father. Fear not, for I am with you and will bless you and multiply your offspring for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well. When Abimelech went to him from Gerar with Ahuzeth, his advisor, and Phiko, the commander of his army, Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, We see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we said, Let there be a sworn pact between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you, that you will do us no harm, just as we have not touched you and have done to you nothing but good and have sent you away in peace. You are now the blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. In the morning they rose early and exchanged oaths, and Isaac sent them on their way, and they departed from him in peace. That same day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well that they had dug and said to him, We have found water. He called it Sheba. Therefore the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. When Esau was forty years old, He took Judith, the daughter of Beri, the Hittite, to be his wife, and Basamath the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and they made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. Genesis chapter 27. When Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son. And he answered, Here I am. He said, Behold, I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now, then, take your weapons, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and prepare for me delicious food, such as I love, and bring it to me so that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now, Rebekah was listening when Isaac spoke to his son Esau. So, when Esau went to the field to hunt for game and bring it, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau. Bring me game and prepare for me delicious food, that I may eat it and bless you before the Lord before I die. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice as I command you. Go to the flock and bring me two good young goats, so that I may prepare from them delicious food for your father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father to eat, so that he may bless you before he dies. But Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, my brother Esau is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be mocking him and bring a curse upon myself, and not a blessing. His mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice, and go, bring them to me. So he went and took them, and brought them to his mother, and his mother prepared delicious food, such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the best garments of Esau her older son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob her younger son. And the skins of the young goats she put on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. And she put the delicious food and the bread, which she had prepared, into the hand of her son Jacob. So he went in to his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Now sit up and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? He answered, Because the Lord your God granted me success. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near." May God give you of the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers, and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be everyone who blesses you. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, when Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. He also prepared delicious food and brought it to his father. And he said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game that you may bless me. His father Isaac said to him, Who are you? He answered, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled very violently and said, Who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me? And I ate it all before you came, and I have blessed him. Yes, and he shall be blessed. As soon as Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. But he said, Your brother came deceitfully, and he has taken away your blessing. Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? "'For he has cheated me these two times. "'He took away my birthright, and behold, "'now he has taken away my blessing. "'Then he said, "'Have you not reserved a blessing for me?' "'Isaac answered and said to Esau, "'Behold, I have made him lord over you, "'and all his brothers I have given to him for servants, "'and with grain and wine I have sustained him. "'What then can I do for you, my son?' Esau said to his father, Have you but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then Isaac his father answered and said to him, Behold, away from the fatness of the earth shall your dwelling be, and away from the dew of heaven on high. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. Now Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father had blessed him. And Esau said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are approaching. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. But the words of Esau, her older son, were told to Rebekah. So she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Behold, Your brother Esau comforts himself about you by planning to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice. Arise, flee to Laban my brother in Haran, and stay with him a while, until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you, and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and bring you from there. Why should I be reft of you both in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I loathe my life because of the Hittite women. If Jacob marries one of the Hittite women like these, one of the women of the land, what good will my life be to me? Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 through 17. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God who had given such authority to men. As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as Jesus reclined at table in the house, behold, Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch tears away from the garment, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins burst, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved. Psalm chapter 10, verses 16 through 18 The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted, you will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed so that a man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will be bursting with wine. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I just thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your love, your goodness, and your mercy. I pray today that we'd have a stronger revelation of Jesus. God, I pray that you'd open up our eyes, open up our ears, and cause our hearts to be soft and receptive to your word. We thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit, and give us understanding of your word. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus, Amen. All right, let's talk a little bit from Matthew chapter nine. Now, of course, we're seeing some incredible things taking place in Genesis with Esau and uh, Jacob, and I can't not wait um, until next week. We're going to get in some really heavy stuff concerning Jacob. Can't wait to talk about that. Anyways, we're looking here in Matthew chapter nine. Uh, I want to just highlight verses 9 through 13. I'm going to read them again quickly and maybe stop throughout. It says, As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And look at Matthew's response. It's the exact same as the earlier disciples that were fishing, right? He said, Follow me. And it says, And he rose and followed him. I look at this, and I feel like so many times we try to, we either want to be convinced Or we try to go convince other people to just come try Jesus. I used to say when I was a youth pastor, we have a try Jesus generation. Jesus didn't say, come try me. He said, follow me. And the only response to these two words from the Son of God is to rise up and follow. That's it. We don't have to know everything. We don't have to figure it out. Just follow. In verse 10, it says this, though. It says, and as Jesus reclined at table in the house, behold, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, super religious people, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? And I love this response right here because we have some people who, they try to um, dilute Jesus into almost like a sinner himself. But you know, look at this, we just need to go hang out. We just need to go into more bars, we just need to go and hang out more wild places. And but look, here's Jesus, the Son of God. Remember the one who walked in the garden in the cool of the day, the one who met out there with Hagar and revealed himself as the God who sees me, the the Lord who who revealed himself to Abraham, and here he is right now. He's sitting here with many tax collectors and sinners. Why? Because he is the great physician. They said, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard it, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Are you sick today? Do you know somebody who's sick? And I love this. He's, he's using this word sick and physician in reference to the tax collectors and sinners and obviously himself. And then I love this verse 13. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy. And not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. I heard a man years ago, a precious man of God named Jack Haynes, and he'd written this book. And in the book, he said he was referencing how Christians must think that um, discipleship means building bigger buildings and teaching each other over and over and over again how to be his disciples. But you know what really disciples are? A disciple is someone who is following Jesus, a disciple is someone who is doing what? is reaching out and calling sinners to the great physician. Maybe you're hearing me today and you've drifted from the Lord, or you know somebody, you've been wondering, should I go and say something to them? Go with mercy in your heart, compassion, and compel them to come in and introduce them to the great physician, Jesus. Why? So that they can rise up and follow him too. I hope you've enjoyed this today. Um, If uh, you have, please be sure and share it. Let your family and your friends know about it. Uh, Go give a, a rating on Apple Podcast if you haven't already. And if you want to, you can give it a review. And we will see you tomorrow with Day 13.